All right, back for Cash Medi podcast. We're going through, you know, some rough times in America. Pretty boring, so I mean, the only thing I could really talk about is the NFL, the NFL draft coming up uh next month, late April. <clears throat> um so I was bored off of my ass, you know, being stuck in this quarantine, you know, and it's just it's brutal, so I feel like I would just talk some NFL talk about the free agency, what I, my thoughts on the free agency, how each team is done, and then where I think they should go going into the NFL draft. So let's start with the AFC East and the Buffalo Bills. They signed Mario Ed Addison, you know, a three-year deal, $30 million. I thought they overpaid a little bit over there. Um, Vernon Butler I thought was a pretty good signing. They got Tim for two years and $18 million. You know, um, McDermott. Had him in Carolina, brings him over to Buffalo. I think that that's a pretty good signing. Stephon Diggs, they made the big trade with Minnesota. They trade their first round pick, fifth round pick this year, and a fourth next year for Diggs. I thought that was a lot to give up to get Diggs, but they really needed a receiver. Yeah, they could have drafted a receiver, you know, a really good receiver, and I don't know what pick exactly they have, but the mid-20s, it's a loaded receiver draft, and they could have gotten one, but, you know, you want to get a veteran receiver. They need a veteran receiver. They need a receiver that's going to make plays now, not three years from now, and sometimes receivers take some time, so I kind of understand that trade. I just felt like they gave up a lot. Like, if they would have just given up a first and a fifth, this year, uh, I would have been fine with it because Stephon Diggs, I don't know exactly what his contract is, but I don't think it's that bad. I think it's a pretty good contract, actually, you know, because all the numbers have gone up so much over the years that usually if the player's pretty good, usually the last two, three years of his deal, it's actually pretty good, actually works in your favor as a team. Um, but then giving up a fourth next year, they gave up a lot, but I like Josh Allen. Uh, I think the Bills have a really good defense. I think they're going to be pretty good next year. Um, they don't have a first-round pick, so not much on the NFL draft on that. Let's go to the Dolphins. I think the Dolphins are in a great situation. Um, I like the Eric Flowers signing. They got him for three for 30. That's $10 million a year. Um, he's 25 years old. He's really changed since he moved from tackle to guard. He looked really good as a guard for Washington. And I just the upside there is is good enough for me you know, to give that type of money. Most people think they give up too much for that. I don't mind overspending for offensive linemen. There's certain positions I don't mind overspending for. There's certain positions you just should never overspend for, and I'll get into that more. Uh, they signed Byron Jones for five for 82. A lot of people think they overspent there. I don't think they did. He's a really good corner. Is he a top five corner? Probably not, but he's probably a top 10 corner. He's getting paid right now as, you know, I think the number one corner and stuff. But that's, excuse me, that's just how it goes. But you need a corner. And they got him now and Xavier Howard. They got two really good corners. And you got Brian Flores, comes from Belichick. Belichick likes to have those two corners and then he could scheme off of everything else off of that. He wants to be able to play man-to-man, lock up two two receivers, and then play a bunch of coverages, and quarterbacks have problems with that. They get Shaq Lawson, three for 30, probably a little overspend there, but an edge rusher, he's solid, he's solid, 
You know, he's probably your B-minus edge rusher. If you have an elite edge rusher on the other side and then him, I think that's pretty good. The Kyle Van Noyen, 4 for 51, I thought that's a big overpay. I don't really like him. I don't think he's that good. But Brian Flores probably wants him in the system, teach some guys how to play the system. You know, a good veteran that could teach teach the ropes to because uh, they're going to have a very young team. Now, they got the fifth pick, 18 and 26 in the first round, and then they have two second-round picks. Um, when you get rid of a left tackle like they did in Tunsil and you get two first-rounders for it, to me, I make that trade every single time. Yeah, Tunsil's a left tackle. It's hard to find those guys, but by not paying, not having to pay him, that's the key, is once you pay him – his value goes down right there. And then two first-rounders for him. You know, I mean, I get to that to, like, the other teams that have done that stuff, trading two first-rounders for a veteran, and they haven't paid the guy yet. I just – that looks like the cardinal sin now. So if the Dolphins can hit on their draft picks, I mean, they're going to be really good. If I was them at five, I would wait, like, on the quarterback. If they like two quarterbacks – Excluding Burrow, because Burrow's going to go one to the Bengals. If they like two quarterbacks, like if they're in love with Tua, but they really like another quarterback too, like let's say they like Herbert, they're in love with Tua, but they like Herbert. Pending what the physicals, the medicals say on on Tua, where let's say a couple doctors are like, ah, I don't know, I, I wouldn't do that, but a couple other ones are like, no, you're fine, you can get him. You could you you should you could draft him. He'll be fine. Well, unless all your doctors are saying no, he'll be fine. Just get him. But if there's kind of like any question marks on it, I would just if I was the Dolphins, it's just that's if you like Herbert or Love, just take one of them at five and, and then keep all the picks that you have instead of you know because to get to three or to get to two, you're going to have to give up five twenty six and probably one of your, and a second round pick and. Look, you're still going to have a lot of picks. You're going to have the 18th pick and another second rounder. So you're still going to have a lot of picks. But if you could keep all those picks and get Herbert and and you like him, I would just go that way. I would just go that route. And you don't have to worry about if Tua's injury is going to cost you down the road or injuries down the road. So unless you're totally, totally in love with Tua, if I was the Dolphins, I would stay pat because – you're pretty much guaranteed to get another quarterback there if to a, you know, a team like San or um, not San Diego. If the Chargers moved up and, you know, if they're worried, oh, the Chargers move up or Carolina moved up to number three at Detroit or number two for Washington to draft uh, Tua, and you're like, oh, we didn't, we had the ammo and we didn't trade up. Well, I mean, if you like another quarterback and you feel comfortable with another quarterback. That quarterback's going to have more talent around him because you didn't trade up. You didn't trade so much to get him. You know, look at look at uh, Sam Darnold. And I'm going to get to – let's get to the Jets right now. The Jets signed George Fant, three for 27. I don't think he's that good. It's probably a little overpay. Uh, Connor McGovern, center from Denver, they got three for 27 again. The, I mean, they got two offensive linemen. They're just meh offensive linemen. I think they're just okay. Um the Jets had the 11th pick in the draft, and the receiving core is really bad. They lost, you know, Robbie Anderson. They don't really have any receivers. They don't really have any weapons around Sam Darnold except for Le'Veon Bell and whoever. Who knows if that guy's, you know, getting get suspended, going to get hurt, going to, you know, who knows if that guy. He's always a question mark. 
Um, the tight end from Miami, Chris Hearn, is pretty good. They kind of missed him last year for the first couple games of the year. But they don't really have too many weapons. And the reason why they don't have that many weapons is they traded four picks to get Sam Darnold. They traded up from six to three, and they gave up three second-round picks, okay, and the sixth pick, just to get one player. And Sam Darnold, and, you know, the whole media is always, oh, Sam Darnold doesn't have this, Sam Darnold doesn't have that. And that's fine if you want to just judge it for Sam Darnold, but why aren't you ripping on the Jets organization? They traded too much shit to get him, and he's not good enough. He's just not good enough. That's what I'm trying to say on the Tua one. Unless you think Tua is going to just be phenomenal and is just head and shoulders above Herbert and Love, if you don't think he's head and shoulders above Herbert or Love, if I'm Miami, if I'm the Chargers, just stay pat. Stay pat where you're at and take... Take the other one. Or even Tua might even fall to you for the for the Dolphins. Um, so I don't like the direction the Jets are going. Um, New England's, you know, they lost they lost uh, some linebackers and Jamie Collins, Kyle Van Noy they lost. Um, obviously, they lost someone named Tom Brady. Patriots are going to – they're not going to be good. I don't – Belichick's still a great coach, but I don't see how they're going to be good this year. They just they don't have much talent around them. There's real. I mean, what's their strength? You know, the offensive line maybe is going to be better with the kid from Georgia coming back. I'm drawing a blank on him. Um, they got the Tooney, they franchise tag for guard. Um, they're probably going to trade back. They they traded a second round pick to get. Sanu, I thought they gave up way too much for Sanu there. I mean, a second-round pick. You could get another receiver in this draft easily right there. Now, is he going to be as good as Sanu the first year? Probably not, maybe. But Sanu's pretty much done anyways. Um, They don't have talent. They're going to suck this year. So I think the division, especially if the Dolphins stay at five and they keep basically all their picks, and let's say they, you know, Fitzpatrick plays, and let's say they got Herbert at five. And by week six, they put in Herbert. I mean, I think the Dolphins got a chance. Maybe even to win the division. I think the Bills probably will win the division. Um, I really don't think New England's going to be that good. So let's move on to the next division. You got the AFC North. The Ravens got Clayus Campbell, two for 27. I thought that was a really good contract for him. Um, Maybe next year. It's not so good, but I think he's still got one more good year in him, and that's what the Ravens are looking at. When you have a quarterback on a rookie contract, you, you're trying to win now. You gotta. That's when you got to win. You know, Mahomes was on a rookie contract. Lamar's on a rookie contract. Those teams are loaded when the quarterback's on a rookie contract. Russell Wilson years ago, uh, Jared Goff. They had Michael Brockers, and then something came up on they didn't like the medicals or something, so they had to get let that go. Michael Pierce left. I mean, Campbell's better than Pierce, in my opinion. Maybe Pierce is better at stopping the run. But uh, the Ravens should be pretty good this year. Jimmy Smith came back on a cheap one-year deal. I thought that was a pretty good signing. They they got a lot of good players. A lot of, you know, their defense is going to be really good. Uh, the question for them is going to be Lamar Jackson. I know he was the MVP last year, but when you get teams to be able to study all offseason on him, I think it's going to be a big adjustment for him. He could struggle this coming up season. I could see the offense struggling. I could see Mark Ingram not having as good of a year, maybe slowing down with some injuries. He's getting up there you know, as a running back. If I were them, I would look in the first round. 
I would look at offensive line. And then in the second round, I would look at a running back. Usually I don't like to look at running backs too high in the draft, but you're going to be picking late in the second round. I would look for a running back for them in the second round just in case because when Mark Ingram got hurt last year in the playoff game and didn't look, I know he played or I think he played, they just couldn't, they weren't the same. They need another running back and Lamar needs a running back because if the teams don't believe you're going to give the ball to the running back, then they can just focus themselves on Lamar and their whole game is running the ball and throwing the, you know, short crossing route plays. Um, The Browns, the Browns did a lot in free agency. I really like the Andrew Billings signings, signing uh, one year, three and a half million. I like those cheap deals, just one year deals. I mean, Billings is pretty good run stuffer. So I like that one. Jack Coughlin, three for 42. Um, I don't really like that deal. I don't think Conklin's that good. Um, Austin Hooper, four for 42. I don't mind Austin Hooper for four for 42. It's just like you had Njoku. I don't feel like you needed to spend your money there. But maybe they're going to go to a two tight end set or maybe they're going to get rid of Njoku. I don't know. But I probably wouldn't have done that. And then I like the Kevin Johnson signing one for three and a half million. As far as the Browns go in the draft, I mean, they got the 10th pick, I believe. They got to get one of the offensive tackles, in my opinion. If they could get Jared Willis from uh, Alabama, I think he's the best tackle. I would go Willis Wirfs from Iowa is really good. And I would go Andrew Thomas is third. I'm The guy that would scare me is Beckham from Louisville. The guy's already weighing 360 pounds. He's 20 pounds away from almost being out of the league. There's just not too many offensive linemen that weigh that much that are elite offensive linemen. Those guys scare me. You know, being a Lions fan, I remember they drafted Aaron Gibson years ago in the first round, and he was like, I don't know, like 380 when they drafted him from Wisconsin, and then he was 400 and he ate himself out of the league. Um, uh, the Chargers had that kid from uh, Nebraska, Finotti or whatever his name was. He ate himself out of the league. Like those guys, anything over 340 pounds, 350, uh, that that would start worrying me. I, I don't know if I would take Beckton. But as far as the Browns go, yeah, if they could get one more offensive lineman, you get, let's just say it's uh, Trenton Worse from Iowa. And they put him at left tackle and you got Conklin at right tackle. I mean, that's fine. I don't mind... You know, Conklin's probably overpaid, but he makes three for 42. Let's say Worfs makes about, he's going to be a first-rounder, make four or five million. I don't mind paying those two guys, you know, less than 18 million a year or or less than 20 million a year combined. That's That, that works out for me. And Mayfield needs to bounce back this season, have a good season. Beckham needs to stop being a clown and play some football. And they they should have a really good offense defensively. Maybe in the second round they start looking at defensive players. Uh, the Bengals obviously they're gonna for the draft they're gonna take um, Burrow. Uh, they they spent a lot of money in free agency. I don't know if they spent it wisely, but they spent a lot. You got Von Bell three for eighteen. That's not too bad. I don't mind that. I don't know if he's that good. DJ Reader I thought was a really good like I kind of wanted the Lions to go after him, but then when he got four for fifty three. Defensive tackle, I was kind of like, that's fine. Um, he probably overspent there. And then they got Trey Waynes, three for 42. I'm pretty sure they overspent there. Trey Waynes is not that good. 
Uh, being a Lions fan, I've seen him play a lot. He's okay. I mean, he's a solid number two corner. But I don't really mind overspending for corners. I've said that. Offensive linemen, I don't really mind overspending for. And defensive linemen. Now, defensive linemen that I do mind overspending for are guys that just stuff the run. Now, Reader gives you a, a little bit of a pass rush, but he's not an elite pass rusher. And four for 53, eh, it's probably an overspend. And then... um but, you know, the Bengals, if I'm them, obviously take Burrow at one. And I would try to come back with um, an offensive lineman. You get Jonah Williams coming back from Alabama, their, their first-round pick last year. But I'd probably try to get an offensive lineman there. They got a lot of good weapons, I mean, especially if A.J. Green. I don't know why they franchise him. I thought that was stupid. You had you had a good enough receiving core. Um, you could have taken a second-round receiver, put him in with the receivers that they have. You know, I spent some. I, I would have spent the money elsewhere. I mean, I don't know how good AJ Green. I don't know how much left is in the tank. He's coming off a season-ending. He didn't even play last year. I just, I don't know. I guess you want Green in there to be a veteran, help some of the young receivers that they have, like Tyler Boyd and stuff. But I, I would have went elsewhere on that. As far as the Steelers go, they didn't do much in free agency. They got Eric Ebron, two for twelve. That's fine. I mean, Ebron. He's a good receiving tight end. He drops a lot of passes. He won't block worth shit. He's not really a stealer type of player. Um, and what I mean by that is, like, like he's not physical. He, he's kind of a pussy. He's going to drop passes and stuff. But 2 for 12, that's not a bad signing at all. Uh, let's go to the AFC South. You got the Titans. They signed Vic Beasley one one year for $9.5 million. I'll go back to the Steelers for the draft for them. Um, they should probably look at, I don't know, cornerback, secondary help, maybe maybe an offensive lineman or something. Uh, for the Titans, they signed Vic Beasley one year, $9.5 million. I think Vic Beasley isn't that good, but $9.5 million is not too bad. I mean, that's just a one-year thing. One-year deals don't really bother me. It's when you give those three, four-year deals and – you know, too much up front. You tagged um, Derrick Henry. I thought that was fine. You you just, that's what I would have done. Give him the franchise tag. Probably let him go after this year. Brian Tannehill, they signed for four for 118. Um, yeah, I, I think that's fine. They lost um, Daryl Casey. I thought, I don't, I don't understand what they're doing there. I mean, just getting a seventh rounder back for him. But there's got to be something up with that. They got the... Uh, Simmons kid from Mississippi State last year in the defensive tackle. He's going to be a stud. I knew he was going to be a stud. I thought that was one of the steals of the draft. He'll have a huge season for them. So as far as the draft comes up, they could go D-line there. Maybe corner. I don't know. I mean, I would go defense for sure because I think their offense is kind of set. Um, they can maybe use an offensive lineman. But, you know, with Henry running the football, Tannehill, they got some good receivers, you know, Brown. Had a huge rookie season. He's pretty good. Um, so I kind of like what they're at. I mean, they're kind of that mad team where they can go 9-7-10-6 type of team. But they get Henry going like they did in the playoffs. They're tough to beat. I mean, but they're a running football team. Tannehill play action. Um, in the second round, if I were the Titans, I would definitely draft a running back. Draft a running back to replace Henry. And then also, you know, spell him a little bit. But, you know, give them enough carries as the season goes on and then get 
let Henry go. You don't want to pay Henry. You don't want to pay these running backs. It's one of the dumbest, dumbest things to do, especially when they're not receiving running backs. Like, you know, Ladanian Tomlinson is like a running back I would have paid because he's catching the ball out of the backfield and he's running. He does. He blocks. He, you know, he's a goal line back. He does everything. So you don't. Um, let's go to the Colts. I thought the Colts had a pretty good off season so far. They're kind of in on this year. Like, I think the Colts are going to be really good because, you know, I'm not a big Rivers fan, but one year for $25 million, he gets to play in a dome. He's got that offensive line. Um, I think they, they could use a running back. To, Marlon Mack doesn't impress me at all. I think if you upgrade the running back position, which they could draft in the second round, you upgrade the running back position, I think you're going to see a guy explode with that offensive line. And then Rivers has always been good on play action and they got pretty good receivers i mean campbell kid from ohio state they drafted last year he'll probably have a better season uh ty hilton's kind of he's starting to get hurt he's trying to decline but they have good enough weapons there with that offensive line they're gonna be pretty good and then defensively they've been missing an elite defensive lineman for years and they got buckner they traded the 13th pick i think it's a good trade for both teams um 49ers weren't going to be able to afford all four of their defensive linemen. And they decided to let Buckner go because if they let Armstead go, you know, if they did a trade, they probably only get like a second rounder for him. Uh, but Buckner, the 13th pick, that's a pretty good pick for the 49ers. But Buckner's a stud. They paid him shit ton of money, which is fine. He's inside pressure. I mean, those guys are hard to find. Uh, defensive linemen, they can stop the run and get – you know, that inside pass rush, those are hard to find. So I don't mind trading that, the 13th pick, for that. It's when you give up two first-rounders for him and you haven't paid him. See, the Colts did it smart. They only gave up one first-rounder and they extended him. So if you don't extend him and you go into next year, then he's got you by the balls. He's like, you already gave up a first-rounder. Now you got to pay me even more. So I don't know why, you know, and I'll explain that with the Jaguars next. So going into the the draft for the Colts, I would look in the second round to draft a running back. I think you could upgrade that position. I know people are Marlon Mack. Marlon Mack isn't good. You get a real good running back in there, I think the Colts are going to be explosive on offense. They're going to be tough to beat. So I like the Colts this year. Uh, The Jags, the Jags are a mess. I mean, I like the Rashawn Melvin signing one year, 2.25 cornerback. Um, Detroit had him last year. He was really good for Detroit, at least at the first half of the season. Second half of the season, he wasn't as good. But I think the whole team kind of went into quit mode after Stafford got hurt. So I thought he was pretty good. Detroit's pass rush was one of, if not the worst, pass rush in the NFL. It's hard to cover people for five seconds. They lost Calais Campbell. They let A.J. Bouye go, um, or Boye, whatever you want to pronounce it. Um but they made a great trade. I, well, I don't know if it's a great trade, but they made a good trade with um, letting Jalen Ramsey go. You could say, oh, well, Ramsey's one of the best corners. Yeah, he's one of the best corners, but you would have had to pay him $20 million a year. And the Rams still haven't even paid him yet. And now the Jags have, you know, they got the 20th pick this year. But they have the Rams next year's first-round pick. And you, I'll, if I had to put money on that, that's a top-10 pick next year, if not top-5. So they were, the Jags got the ninth and 20th pick. At nine, if, if I were them, I would be looking at, you know, I would be looking at quarterback first because I think they need to upgrade there. Menchu, I mean, come on. 
that that's that's not a that's not an NFL starting quarterback for a long time. Um, so I look at a quarterback there. If they love Jordan Love, I mean, I don't know if I'd take him at nine, but Isaiah Simmons, I would be looking at if I were them. An offensive lineman, I guess. This is, I mean, their O line's okay. Um, at twenty, I'd be looking in the range of um, who's that? Oh, man, I'm drawing a blank. The defensive end from Iowa. Um, I'm drawing a blank on him, but I'd be looking at him. I would be looking, you know, uh, Chris Henderson, the corner from Florida. They could use a corner, definitely. You know, they definitely could use a corner, the Jaguars. They just basically in the last, when they went to the AFC Championship game, you had Ramsey and Bouye, I mean, lockdown corners. Now that I don't even know who their corners are, so they they need a corner in this draft for sure. Um, I don't think Adoku Jeff Adoku uh, is going to be there. There's there's no way. Um, but I would be looking Isaiah Simmons. You know, play linebacker, safety. You know, some edge. He could give you a little bit of edge rusher there for the Jags. He might be there. He might not. Maybe trade back down so a team wants an offensive lineman. You know, like maybe the Jets are scared that two of the offensive linemen are already gone and they're at 11 and they want to get ahead of Cleveland and they don't want one of the, you know, they're not, uh, they don't think all four offensive linemen. So that's what I would be looking for the Jags or maybe even quarterback. Um, but I think they're a mess. They're, they're going to have to hit on these draft picks though because they got the ninth and 20th this year. And then next year, I think the Jags are going to have a top 10 pick. And I think the Rams are. I think I'll, I'll say this. I think the Jags have two top 10 picks next year. And you got the Houston Texans. Uh, they're, they're a mess too, in my opinion. Uh, if Hammer on, on um, 97.3 listens to this, he'll, he'll crush me. But that's fine. Um, the Texans, I mean, you got rid of DeAndre Hopkins. You get rid of, I mean, I think I, he's one of the best receivers in the league. And, yeah, I mean, pay, he wants to get paid. He's only gotten $12 million. He's only gotten, um, he's only making like $12 million, I think, or $13 million this year. But he says he wants to get like $20 million. Well, he has three years left on this deal, so he can't do anything. You don't worry about someone that, you know, why would you worry about that? So, um, the Randall Cobb they signed for three for twenty seven. I just that's a terrible signing in my opinion. Uh, Bradley Roby three for thirty six. That's fine. He's he's a pretty good corner. Yeah, I mean it was C J Henderson, not Chris Henderson. I was talking about for the Jags, and then let me see because I'm going. I'm trying to look through a mock draft. Um, and the other one was. Sorry. Uh, whatever. I forget what the kid's name is from Iowa, the defensive end. Um, yeah, I mean, the Texas, you know, you had your chance with the, the the quarterback, Deshaun Watson. Like, he was on a rookie contract, and you didn't build a good enough team for him. And I feel bad for him because I don't think the team's going in the right direction. I think the Tunsil trade, 
yeah, I like Tunsil a lot. He's pretty good. I just don't think he's as good as they thought he was. And you gave up two first-rounders for him, and now you have to pay him. That's like the cardinal sin now. Don't give up two first-rounders for, for a player that's not signed or, you know, is coming up on his big contract. If it's like, like let's say he's a rookie and two years into his deal, he still has three years left on his rookie contract. Fine, then give up two first-rounders for him, even though the other team's probably not going to do that. But, I mean, fuck, dude. Now you have to pay him. He's going to be the highest paid offensive lineman because he's got you by the balls. And you're going to be fucked. You have to pay those two players and your team's going to be screwed. So I don't like where the Texans are at. Um, I, I, I just don't think they're going to be that good. Um, and I think I think the decline starts this year. And then they pay Deshaun Watson and they pay. They're going to pay um, Tunsil. And I don't see where they're going to have. They're not going to have picks. And they ain't going to have you know, money to get free agents. So I think they're in a tough situation. And then I don't really like their coach either. So they got a lot of things going against them. As far, let's go to the AFC West. Um, The Broncos, I think, have had a really good offseason. You got A.J. Abouye for a fourth-round pick. So they get a corner. You get Jarrell Casey for a seventh-round pick. I mean, those are really good players. You know, I mean, Bouye kind of got scorched a little bit last year, but we'll see how he plays this year. He's probably going to play a little bit better. You lose Chris Harris, you kind of, you know, replace that with Bouye. Um, And then Graham Glasgow, four for 44. They overpaid there. I mean, I'm a Lions fan. He's okay. I mean, he's he's decent and he's good, but $11 a year for... For that guy, no way. And then Melvin Gordon, two for 16. Two for 16 isn't bad at all. The problem is, is what they didn't need a running back. Why did you do that? I don't get why you would do that. So, you know, you already had Freeman and you got Phillip Lindsay. I, I just didn't like that. As far as the Broncos go in the draft, I think they should draft a receiver. Fire them. I'd draft a receiver, maybe another offensive lineman if one of the old linemen can fall to them. Um, you know, Andrew Thomas or something falls to them, I, I would draft an offensive lineman and go from there. I think the Broncos are going to be pretty good next year. They got a really good chance to be good, especially if their quarterback who looked pretty good in the second half of last year. If he if he has a good season, I think it'll be good. Uh, Kansas City didn't do much in free agency. I thought that Denard Robinson, they signed him for one one year, $2.2 million. Um, I mean, they already had him, but I thought that was a pretty good signing. They have all the receivers coming back. Um, uh, Sammy Watkins, I don't know what they're going to do. I got a feeling they're probably going to trade him on draft day. And then, you know, Denard Robinson can play, or whatever his name is, Demarcus Robinson, can play the receiver position um, there. So Kansas City is going to be really good again. I mean, Chris Jones, they franchise tagged him. I don't know if they're going to extend that guy. It's going to be hard to extend him. I think he's one of the best defensive players in the league. And it's going to be hard to extend him because you got to pay Mahomes. So, the decline's probably going to come after this season. I think they'll probably be smart and just try to keep Chris Jones one more year to get one more Super Bowl. Or do they decide, hey, we'll trade him for two first-rounders. You know, if someone does that, I would do that in a heartbeat if I'm Kansas City and go from there. Okay, for the Raiders, Raiders did a lot of things in free agency. They didn't sign anyone really that great, but they didn't sign any bad signings, in my opinion. Nelson Aguilar, one year, $1 million. I think that's a pretty good signing. 
I mean, he's okay of a receiver. He's got a chance there. He's pretty good route runner, and for $1 million, I'll take that every time. Eli Apple, one year, $6 million, I'll take that every time. I mean, he's a starting corner. At least, you know, he could play a little bit of slot, a little outside. I, I, I like that signing. Malik Collins, one year, $6 million. That's okay. Corey Littleton, you know, he's a pretty good linebacker, three for 36. It's probably a little overpay there, but it's not too bad. I don't really like paying linebackers that much money, but – Three years that I wouldn't worry too much about that. Marcus Mariota, two for 17. That's fine. Carl Nasbitt, three for 25. I thought they probably overpaid there. They got, you know, Jason Wynn, one for four. He's probably just a veteran to teach the Waller tight end a little bit. Um, they got two first round picks. They're going to need, if I were them, I would definitely take a receiver. If I were them, I would, I would love Jerry Judy at 12. I think Jerry Judy's a stud, he'd be perfect. For them, a route runner could do everything. I, if I were them, I would I would be stoked if he he went there. And then nineteen, I would look at C.J. Henderson, a cornerback. You know, maybe you know a defensive lineman somewhere in there. Um, Derek Brown, I think I think Derek Brown's not going in the top ten, guys. I think he's gonna you know probably be around where the Raiders are picking. Something like that in interior defense alignment. Uh, for the Chargers, Chargers, you know, they traded Russell Okun for Trey Turner. Uh, you give up a left tackle for a guard, but the guard is much younger, and he's got more years, but giving up a left tackle is tough. So, I mean, that trade's that trade's fine, but you got to get a left tackle. Brian Belago, three for 30. I'm not a big fan of the Brian Belaga signing at all. He gets hurt a lot, and Telesco does that. Telesco takes a lot of guys that get hurt a lot, and then it just looks good on paper. Like Belaga, yeah, he's a really good right tackle. Yeah, sure, he's a pretty good right tackle. He gets hurt a lot, dude, and he ain't as good as he was two, three years ago. Chris Harris, two for 17. I thought that was a great signing. That was a really cheap deal. I mean, I wanted the Lions to go after him, or I didn't want the Lions to go after him because I thought it was going to be too high of a signing. And I thought he was going to get like a four-year, like 40-something million dollar contract. And I was going to be like, oh, that's just a brutal deal because like he'll be good for like one or two years tops. And he's probably gonna, he's probably got one good, really good year left in him. And then the second year is probably going to be meh. But two for 17, that's pretty good. Linvale Joseph, two, two for 17. I thought that was a pretty good signing as well. Um, I mean, maybe a little expensive just for a run stuffer like that, but that'll help that team. They need a run stuffer. They got to stop the run. And then you got Bosa and Ingram coming off the edge. Now they got the sixth pick in the draft. They don't have a quarterback. Don't give me this Tyrod Taylor crap. I mean, he could be, he could make you, you know, go to the playoffs and stuff. Sure. But you're going to have to upgrade that. If I'm the Chargers, you know, pending on what they, how they feel about Tua, if they love Tua, then trade a shitload with Detroit or Washington and get them. If they don't love Tua, same thing with Miami. Sit back and you'll probably, you know, get the quarterback. You'll either get Tua or Herbert. I that's just kind of the way I feel about it. If you love, if you like both of them, sit back and take one of them because both of them I don't think are going to be gone by the time each team, each one of those teams picks. Um, but if you only like. One, then you got to trade up. That's how I. That's how I look at it. So if I were the Chargers, more than likely I would trade up because 
you got to get a quarterback. I mean, you can't go into that new stadium with Tyrod Taylor. All right, switching over to the NFC. NFC West, I mean, the Rams are uh, the Rams are, are in deep shit, in my opinion. And they're in deep shit because of the trade they made for Ramsey and all the other trades. They've gotten rid of so many fucking first-round picks in the last couple of years. Uh, Gurley signing was a disaster. The Goff signing looks like a disaster so far. I think Goff's better than what the media thinks, but it's a disaster because now the team's going to be just so shitty around him. They signed Leonard Floyd one for 10. I mean, that's fine for one year. That's fine. Ashawn Robinson, two for 17. He's not that good. He's, I don't know why you would sign him, but it's only two for 17. That's not bad. Andrew Whitworth. Whitworth is still a really good offensive lineman, but three for 30, he's up there in age. So depending how the contract is, if it's not, if it's backloaded, then that's fine. And you could get out of it after one year. But if it's, you know, you got to pay the third year, then you're probably going to be fucked. They get Michael Rockers back for three for 31. Um, honestly, if I were the Rams, I would consider trading Aaron Donald and getting two first-round picks for him. Or at least two first-round picks. Get two in like a fourth-rounder or something. Because they need picks. They need to, to really revamp the whole team. The, the only reason why they're not going to do it, though, is because they're going in a new stadium and you're going to need, you know, an Aaron Donald type of player because they got to pay Ramsey and Ramsey's he's going to be the highest paid defensive corner in the league because he's got you by the balls he, you just gave up two first rounders for him and he knows you can't let him go so you're going to be fucked uh San Francisco they traded Buckner for the 13th pick they signed you know Armstead their own guy for five for 85 it's probably a little expensive there but you had to sign one of them. Buckner obviously is the better player, but you got the value of getting the 13th pick, and then they re-signed Jimmy Ward, three for 28. San Francisco's in, in a really good spot. You got the 13th pick. If they could get Javon Kinlaw from South Carolina, defensive lineman, that basically replaces Buckner, and he replaces him on the cheap end. Is he going to be as good as Buckner? Probably not, especially not the first year, but you're not going to lose too much there. And then you were able to pay Armstead because you got rid of Buckner. And, you you know, you get Kinlaw for it. Then you look at their 31st pick, you know, they could go a lot of different directions. They could go corner. They can go a receiver there. I mean, they're in a good situation because a receiver is good. They, they can, like, receiver is a position they need. They could use a receiver at 13. Like, if Jerry Judy's there and if I was San Francisco, I'd jump on him. But... If Kinlaw's there and Jerry Judy, I would take Kinlaw because defensive linemen are hard to find, especially inside defensive linemen. I think Kinlaw's one of the top 10 players in this draft. You get that inside pass rush. I mean, those are hard to find. And, you know, they could use a corner again, like I said, at 31, whatever. They're they're in a nice situation. They're going to they're gonna stay being an elite football team, with, especially with their head coach. Seattle hasn't done much. In the offseason, they got the clowny situation. I don't know what they're going to do on that. I got a feeling they're going to sign him to like a two, three-year deal that's going to be way lower than anyone expected. I mean, that clown was expecting to get $20 million a year. It's like, yeah, fucking right, dude. You're not even that good. I mean, you're good when you're healthy. But, I mean, his career high in sacks, I think, in the season is like nine. Those guys, he's just too inconsistent. He makes a lot of impact plays, but he's too inconsistent with injuries. Um... I don't, I don't really like Seattle's roster. I don't think it's that good. Russell Wilson's a stud. The offense, you know, is going to put up points, but the defense still sucks, and I don't see it being much better than it was last year. Uh, the Cardinals, they get DeAndre Hopkins, the trade. 
Devin Kennard, three for 20. I don't know about that. Uh, Kennard, he's good against the run. He's not much of a pass rusher. I know people are like, well, you had seven sacks. Well, he got three the week one. And he's done that, I think, the last two seasons where week one he gets three sacks and then he fucking doesn't do anything else. Uh, They got the eighth pick of the draft. They definitely should go offensive tackle there. You get a Jared Willis or or Worfs from Iowa. I think that would be a great pick for Carolina. I mean, for the Cardinals, you got Murray, you know, protect Murray. He could throw to Hopkins. I think uh, the Cardinals' offense is going to be pretty good next year. But they're still another year or two away to help out on the defense. I don't think they'll be that good. They'll, you know, be hovering around 500. I mean, the division isn't that that good. San Francisco's good. Seattle's okay. And the Rams are going to be terrible. All right, let's switch over to the NFC South. The Falcons paid Dante Fowler three for 48. That's that's an overpay. That's a big overpay, I see. I mean, Fowler, you know, he's boomer bust. Those are scary ones. I would assume that's a bust. Todd Gurley, they, you know, they get him. It's kind of on the cheap, one for six million, but I think he's pretty much done. I don't mean, but it's a decent gamble there. And apparently the Falcons have 11, you know, first rounders on their starting offense. And I still don't think <laughs> Matt Ryan will do that good with that offense. Unless Gurley is completely healthy and explosive. If Gurley's completely healthy and explosive, they're gonna they're gonna be fucking unbelievable. But I highly doubt that'll happen. I don't like the direction the Falcons are going. Um they they need to draft some defense for sure. Obviously they got eleven first rounders on offense. They need to go defense. Uh they lost Trufant, so maybe they need a corner. Mm, they got Fowler for pass rush, and they got the kid from UCLA a couple years ago on the other side. Yeah, I mean, I go line. Well, I would, I would. Yeah, they're gonna, they're probably thinking to go to go go with corner there. Uh, the Panthers they signed Teddy Bridgewater three for sixty three. I don't know why they signed him that much and that many years. I, a two year deal would would have been fine because you could have drafted a quarterback at seven if they want if they liked him, and then Bridgewater can, you know hold a fort for a year or two and then give it over to the next guy. They got the Russell Okun for the trade for Trey Turner. Robbie Anderson, two for 20. I don't mind that at all. Um, a lot of people are like, well, why pay for a receiver when you could draft a receiver? Well, Robbie Anderson, two for 20. I mean, he was the Jets' best offensive weapon, really. I mean, <laughs> a receiving weapon for sure. Uh, the seventh pick. I mean, they could go a lot of different directions. They could go all line. I think their dream pick is probably going to be Isaiah Simmons, put him to take over for Luke Keekley and, you know, just roam around, play every position. I mean, Simmons is going to be a baller. I, I didn't think at first I was like, well, where's he going to play? Like, you just move him around. He won't make that many impact plays. And then when I studied him, I was like, holy shit, that guy's fucking good. Um, so that I think that's where Carolina would go. I don't think they're going quarterback when you give a guy a three-year deal and he gets $63 million. So I do think Carolina won't be good next year and have a top 10 pick. And if they could, you know, draft a quarterback the following season, like Justin Fields or something, I think they'd be much better off that way than drafting one this year. And I think, you know, with um, Matt Rule and Joe Brady, I I think the, that coaching staff's going to work. So I think Carolina's on the rise as far as, you know, coaching goes, it's just going to take a while. It's going to take two or three years. They're not going to be good next year. Their defense isn't that good. And 
I mean, they could be good offensively, especially if Teddy Bridgewater has a good year. And I could see him throwing a lot of short passes in that system and it working out, but especially with those fast receivers that they got. And um, uh, McCaffrey, but I don't know if defensively they'll they'll be good enough. Um, the Saints, you got two for fifty for Breeze, Malcolm Jenkins. Uh, they uh, I like the Emmanuel Sanders signing there, and then so def- now I don't think they need a receiver. Everyone was thinking they need a receiver. I don't think they need a receiver anymore, and I think they can go. Um, defense in the draft, get another maybe linebacker or something or a defensive lineman, to, you know, so there. Tampa Bay, I was asked, is Tampa Bay a Super Bowl contender with Tom Brady? I don't think so. I mean, yeah, you get Tom Brady, two for 50. Jason Pierre-Paul back, I like that one, two for 27. Sue for one for eight, it's fine. I just, I don't see how Brady's going to work in that system, but I could be wrong. Um, you do get rid of Winston and all those interceptions. Brady's not going to throw interceptions, but is he going to be able to get the ball down the field to Evans and Goodwin? I don't know. He's, you know, and that's the system that they run over there. It, I just don't think it's going to work. I think Brady, you know, was so comfortable with slot white receivers. I just don't see that in Tampa Bay. I think Tampa Bay maybe is a wild card team, but I don't see him as a Super Bowl contender. If anyone thinks they're a Super Bowl contender, I don't. I don't agree with that. All right, to the NFC East, um, the Redskins. You know they got the second pick. Oh, go back to Tampa Bay for the draft. I would go offensive line if I could get an offensive lineman to protect Brady. And then in the second round, I would look at um, Edwards Hilaire, the running back from LSU. They needed someone to dump it off with Brady. Um, let's go to. The Redskins in the NFC East, uh, let's see, they franchise Brandon Sheriff. Trent Williamson's situation is very iffy, their offensive line. They don't have any second-round pick. Um, I'm trying to speed up the process here. The second, they they got the second pick of the draft. If I were them, if Tua's healthy, I would take Tua. I don't think Haskins is worth a damn. Otherwise, I would trade the pick if... You know, if I could trade the pick, especially because they don't have a second-round pick, dude. They need picks. They need players. You know, yeah, you could get Chase Young, and you could be like San Francisco and have four, you know, first-round defensive linemen, but they don't have good players that San Francisco has. They don't have the good old offensive line that San Francisco has. They don't have the running game San Francisco has. They, They need more players than just, oh, we got another, you know, great defensive end rusher. And look, Chase Young's definitely worth the second pick of the draft. There's no question about it. But if someone likes Tua and you could get a boatload of picks for Tua, then do that or just draft Tua yourself. So that's what I would do if I was the Redskins. I don't really like the situation they're in. I don't think they overspent on anyone, though. Darby, one for three, and Kendall Fuller, four for 40. That's fine. Uh, the Eagles, they make the trade. They get uh, Darius Slay. I don't mind the trade, three and a fifth rounder. That sounds all fine and dandy. Like, hey, you got you know a top ten corner for only a third and a fifth rounder. It's just paying that guy. That guy's going to be 30 years old this year, three for 50. I think they overpaid for him. That's why the Lions didn't want to do that. As a Lions fan, I said it before, he even got traded. I said, get rid of him because he's, he's going to get overpaid. He got overpaid, in my opinion. I think the Lions did pretty well in that trade. Javon Hargrove, they signed three for 39. I think that's an overpay. 
Uh, Mike Lombardi thinks it's those two moves by the Eagles are the greatest moves in the history of the NFL. I don't know why, but that's because he loves their defensive coordinator. <coughs> he worked with him, so he's buddies, buddies with him, so he's biased, and that's why he likes him. Okay, as far as the draft goes for them, they, they need a receiver. The Giants, uh, their signings, James Bradbury, three for 45, is probably an overpay. I know some people, I know some teams liked him. He's pretty good, but they probably overpaid there. Blake Martinez, I don't get that one, three for 30. Doesn't he get hurt a lot? The Giants have the fourth pick in the draft. They need to go offensive tackle there. Whichever offensive, I would go Jared Willis, the kid from Alabama. That kid looks really good. His feet look really good. I'm not an expert as far as trying to decide on you know, prospects on the O-line, but I think he's pretty good. Um, the Cowboys, I don't understand signing Amari Cooper for five for 100 and letting Byron Jones leave. It's a receiver draft. It's loaded with receivers. You could have got a receiver wherever they pick, like 18, whatever they pick. Why didn't you just draft a receiver and pay Byron Jones the five for 82 and, and let Cooper go? I, I didn't understand that. It's so much harder to get a corner than a receiver. Um, so that I thought that was done. They signed Gerald McCoy, three for 18. The Dak situation, there's no way I'm paying Dak to be the highest paid quarterback in the league. He's proven that with an elite roster, the farthest he could get was a divisional playoff game. I don't know why you would pay him. As far as them in the draft goes, they need to get a corner. Um, let's move to the NFC North. You got the Bears. I thought the Bears have had a decent... I mean, Nick getting Nick Foles, I mean, that helps. Mitch Trubisky's absolutely terrible. You had to move on from that. I just don't think Nick Foles is that good. Only giving up a fourth-rounder for him, that's fine. Um, I don't even know exactly how much Foles makes. It, it basically, that's a one-year thing with Nick Foles. See what you could do with them. They totally overpaid for Robert Quinn, in my opinion. Five for 70. He's getting up there in age. I know he had 11 and a half sacks next, last year, but is anyone going to be surprised he only has five this year? Uh, Jimmy Graham, two for 16. I didn't understand that signing at all. The Bears, they gave up a lot to get Khalil Mack. Gave up two first-rounders to get him. Those things just don't – yeah, it worked last year. Like, Mack was a stud in your defense. It's just a lot to give up, and you have to pay him. That's the thing on those. So I think the Bears are going to be very – maybe a little bit better than they were last year because Foles is better than Trubisky, but they're going to be very similar to the type of team that they were last year. Maybe a little bit better, like I said. Uh, Detroit Lions, I mean, they signed a bunch of Patriots, you know, or ex-Patriots. Jamie Collins, 3-for-30. He probably overpaid a little bit over there, but he's a leader and knows the defense, and he can help them out there. Hopefully he, you know, is fully into it, and I hope Matt Patricia knows what he's doing signing him. Um, Big V, I don't know how to say his name, uh, Vieta, whatever, the offensive lineman from Philadelphia. A lot of everyone's ripping on the lines on that one. Uh, he's five for 45, but it looked like a two year deal for them. I'm fine with that one. I mean, yeah, they probably overpaid for him, but I don't mind overpaying for offensive linemen. Danny Shelton, I like that one. Two for eight. And then they got Marcus Trufant, two for 21. That one's, they probably overpaid on that one. But they needed a veteran in their secondary, especially. And they got the third pick in the draft. And this draft for the Lions is everything for the Lions. They have to hit on this. They either have to trade the pick and get a boatload of picks, you know, from Miami or the L.A. Chargers. Or 
they got to um, hope that Chase Young is there at three. Because if they get Jeff Odoku at at three, yeah, he's he's fine and he's a really good player and he's probably worth the third pick in the draft. But it just it would be such a down. It would it would just hurt so much because. They could probably get them at five. If they, if they trade with Miami, they're going to get a boatload of picks and they're going to get the player that they're going to draft at three. So it's make or break if they trade or if they can get Chase Young. If they can get Chase Young, I think Lions are going to be pretty good next year because Trufant, yeah, he's he's just okay as a corner. Obviously, he ain't slay, but he ain't that bad. He's pretty. He's like a good number two. And then if you got... If you got Chase Young and you got Flowers coming off the edges, you know, and you got Deshaun Hand, Nick Williams, they signed from the Bears coming inside for pass rush, you know, Danny Shelton stuff in the run. They got a lot of rotating guys. They got good depth now. Um, and then they, they could probably draft a corner at, in the second round. That would, that would be a pretty good defense. Or if they went, you know, Adoku at five and then they get the 26 pick and a second round pick from Miami. You could get a lot of good things there. Uh, Green Bay didn't do much in the offseason. Christian Kersey, 2 for 16. That's better than giving Blake Martinez 3 for 30. So uh, they probably did okay there. Rick Wagner, uh, it's better than giving Balaga 3 for 30. So they did better there. Um, Green Bay's, they're going to need a receiver. If I, were the, if I was Green Bay, I'd draft a receiver. As far as Minnesota goes, Michael Pierce, 3 for 28. I think that's a... Pretty good signing there. You know, Linville Joseph leaves for two for 17. So I would take that every time. The Diggs trade, I would do it every time. They lost Waynes and Xavier Rose. Xavier Rose kind of sucks, but Waynes is okay. But I wouldn't have, you know, I would have let both of them go, especially for how much Waynes got paid. So they're going to need a corner. And then they're going to need a receiver in the draft. And they could get, they could get both of them in the draft. So I kind of like that. Um, let me go back to – there was a couple questions on Twitter. Let me just go to it real quick. Sorry, I'm a little off today. It just um, – I was – let me just go to the questions. Um, yeah, I mean, going back to Detroit, really, this draft means everything to them. They have to, they have to make this work. If they fuck this up, dude, then they're uh, – they're going to be in trouble for another fucking 30 years. I mean, this draft is everything for them. they got to get this right. You can't fuck up. Um, oh, someone was asking, do the Chargers have to trade up for Tua? I mean, no, I don't think they have to trade up for Tua. I mean, if they like if they like two of the quarterbacks, I, I would just – I would take, you know – oh, he was asking, do my Chargers need an upgrade over Tyrod Taylor to be competitive? Yeah, they have to upgrade that. Um, one of the questions is where where did Winston and Cam Newton wind up? Uh, I would say Cam Newton winds up in. Uh, I don't know. I think Winston winds up with the Steelers. I would say Cam Newton winds up with. I don't know. He's got. If I was Cam, if I was Winston, yeah, I'd go to the Steelers. Cam Newton. I don't know. Maybe the Texans or something like that. Both of them are, are backups. Um, maybe Newton goes to the Chargers, but I don't. I don't think. I think Tyrod Taylor. I think Newton's done. Like I think he's. I don't think he's healthy enough. And if I were them, I would stick with Tyrod Taylor over Newton. But whatever. All right. So that's all I got. I just wanted to do it. I was bored. 
you know, off my ass. You know, we're all stuck here. And um, until the next time, I'll do another one as the draft, you know, gets closer. I'll focus more on the draft. But I wanted to talk some free agency. Um, So I have to keep these things under an hour. So I had to keep checking. That's why I was wasting or it sounded like, you know, wasting time on some of them. So, all right, till the next time. Later, guys. Peace out.